Welcome to Scripture Day by Day, a podcast of lectionary readings for the Episcopal Church. Today is Wednesday, August 16th, 2023. A reading from 2 Samuel, chapter 14. Then the king said to Joab, Very well, I grant this. Go, bring back the young man, Absalom. Joab prostrated himself with his face to the ground and did obeisance and blessed the king. And Joab said, Today your servant knows that I have found favor in your sight, my lord the king, and that the king has granted the request of his servant. So Joab set off, went to Geshur, and brought Absalom to Jerusalem. The king said, Let him go to his own house. He is not to come into my presence. So Absalom went to his own house, and did not come into the king's presence. Now in all Israel there was no one to be praised so much for his beauty as Absalom, From the sole of his foot to the crown of his head there was no blemish in him. When he cut the hair of his head, for at the end of every year he used to cut it, and when it was heavy on him he cut it, he weighed the hair of his head two hundred shekels by the king's weight. There were born to Absalom three sons, and one daughter whose name was Tamar. She was a beautiful woman. So Absalom lived two full years in Jerusalem without coming into the king's presence. Then Absalom sent for Joab to send him to the king. But Joab would not come to him. He sent a second time, but Joab would not come. Then he said to his servants, Look, Joab's field is next to mine, and he has barley there. Go and set it on fire. So Absalom's servants set the field on fire. Then Joab rose and went to Absalom in his house and said to him, Why have your servants set my field on fire? Absalom answered Joab, Look, I sent word to you. Come here, that I may send you to the king with the question, Why have I come from Geshur? It would be better for me to be there still. Now let me go into the king's presence. If there is guilt in me, let him kill me. Then Joab went to the king and told him, and he summoned Absalom. So he came to the king and prostrated himself with his face to the ground before the king, and the king kissed Absalom. Here ends the reading. Psalm 101 I will sing of mercy and justice. To you, O Lord, will I sing praises. I will strive to follow a blameless course. Oh, when will you come to me? I will walk with sincerity of heart within my house. I will set no worthless thing before my eyes. I hate the doers of evil deeds. They shall not remain with me. A crooked heart shall be far from me. I will not know evil. Those who in secret slander their neighbors I will destroy. Those who have a haughty look and a proud heart I cannot abide. My eyes are upon the faithful in the land, that they may dwell with me. And only those who lead a blameless life shall be my servants. Those who act deceitfully shall not dwell in my house, and those who tell lies shall not continue in my sight. I will soon destroy all the wicked in the land, that I may root out all the evildoers from the city of the Lord. Psalm 109 Hold not your tongue, O God, of my praise. For the mouth of the wicked, the mouth of the deceitful, is opened against me. They speak to me with a lying tongue. They encompass me with hateful words and fight against me without a cause. Despite my love, they accuse me. But as for me, I pray for them. They repay evil for good and hatred for my love. Set a wicked man against him and let an accuser stand at his right hand. When he is judged, let him be found guilty, and let his appeal be in vain. Let his days be few, 
and let another take his office. Let his children be fatherless, and his wife become a widow. Let his children be waifs and beggars. Let them be driven from the ruins of their homes. Let the creditor seize everything he has. Let strangers plunder his gains. Let there be no one to show him kindness, and none to pity his fatherless children. Let his descendants be destroyed, and his name be blotted out in the next generation. Let the wickedness of his fathers be remembered before the Lord, and his mother's sin not be blotted out. Let their sin be always before the Lord, but let him root out their names from the earth, because he did not remember to show mercy, but persecuted the poor and the needy, and sought to kill the broken-hearted. He loved cursing. Let it come upon him. He took no delight in blessing. Let it depart from him. He put on cursing like a garment. Let it soak into his body like water and into his bones like oil. Let it be to him like the cloak which he wraps around himself, and like the belt that he wears continually. Let this be the recompense from the Lord to my accusers, and to those who speak evil against me. But you, O Lord my God, O deal with me according to your name. For your tender mercy's sake, deliver me. For I am poor and needy, and my heart is wounded within me. I have faded away like a shadow when it lengthens. I am shaken off like a locust. My knees are weak through fasting, and my flesh is wasted and gaunt. I have become a reproach to them. They see and shake their heads. Help me, O Lord my God, save me for your mercy's sake. Let them know that this is your hand, that you, O Lord, have done it. They may curse, but you will bless. Let those who rise up against me be put to shame, and your servant will rejoice. Let my accusers be clothed with disgrace, and wrap themselves in their shame as in a cloak. I will give great thanks to the Lord with my mouth. In the midst of the multitude I will praise him because he stands at the right hand of the needy to save his life from those who would condemn him. A reading from the Acts of the Apostles After these days of traveling, we got ready and started to go up to Jerusalem. Some of the disciples from Caesarea also came along and brought us to the house of Manasseh of Cyprus, an early disciple with whom we were to stay. When we arrived in Jerusalem, the brothers welcomed us warmly. The next day Paul went with us to visit James, and all the elders were present. After greeting them, he related one by one the things that God had done among the Gentiles through his ministry. heard it, they praised God. Then they said to him, You see, brother, how many thousands of believers there are among the Jews, and they are all zealous for the law. They have been told about you that you teach all the Jews living among the Gentiles to forsake Moses, and that you tell them not to circumcise their children or observe the customs. What then is to be done? They will certainly hear that you have come. So do what we tell you. We have four men who are under a vow. Join these men, go through the rite of purification with them, and pay for the shaving of their heads. Thus all will know that there is nothing in what they have been told about you but that you yourself observe and guard the law. 
But as for the Gentiles who have become believers, we have sent a letter with our judgment that they should abstain from what has been sacrificed to idols, and from blood, and from what is strangled, and from fornication. Then Paul took them in, and the next day, having purified himself, he entered the temple with them, making public the completion of the days of purification, when the sacrifice would be made for each of them. Here ends the reading. A reading from Mark chapter 10. As he was setting out on a journey, a man ran up and knelt before him and asked him, Good teacher, what must I do to inherit eternal life? Jesus said to him, Why do you call me good? No one is good but God alone. You know the commandments. You shall not murder. You shall not commit adultery. You shall not steal. You shall not bear false witness. You shall not defraud. Honor your father and mother. He said to him, Teacher, I've kept all these since my youth. Jesus, looking at him, loved him and said, You lack one thing. Go, sell what you own and give the money to the poor, and you will have treasure in heaven. Then come, follow me. When he heard this, he was shocked and went away grieving, for he had many possessions. Then Jesus looked around and said to his disciples, How hard it will be for those who have wealth to enter the kingdom of God. And the disciples were perplexed at these words. But Jesus said to them again, Children, how hard it is to enter the kingdom of God. It is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for someone who is rich to enter the kingdom of God. They were greatly astounded and said to one another, Then who can be saved? Jesus looked at them and said, For mortals it is impossible, but not for God. For God, all things are possible. Peter began to say to him, Look, we have left everything and followed you. Jesus said, Truly I tell you, there is no one who has left house or brothers or sisters or mother or father or children or fields for my sake and for the sake of the good news, who will not receive a hundredfold now in this age, houses, brothers and sisters, mothers and children, and fields with persecutions, and in the age to come eternal life. But many who are first will be last, and the last will be first. Here ends the reading. If you would like to read a meditation based on these readings, check out Forward Day by Day, available as a print subscription, online, or podcast. I'm Father Wiley Ammons, and this podcast is brought to you by Forward Movement. Learn more about our work to inspire disciples and empower evangelists at www.forwardmovement.org.